You are now listening to The Black Spark, a podcast about actively balancing healthy relationships, mindful parenting, and mental and physical wellness in this crazy world. I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. Welcome to The Black Spark. Welcome to The Black Spark. I'm your host, Nia. And Adai. <laughs> we are back. What's going on? We don't know what day it is. What day it is? What day it is? <laughs> is it day of what? Exactly. A die? We don't know what. <laughs> Who am I? Where, where, where am I? Where, where are my fancies? <laughs> we done lost track of the quarantine situation. Oh, man. Okay, like we, got to, week, we got to recalculate later. Yeah, it's like week nine-ish. Nine and ten or something like that. I don't know. The quarter's almost over for school, so that means it's... It doesn't Yeah, matter. probably around 9, 10. Yeah. How you been? I've been all right. I enjoyed the three-day weekend. It was nice to hanging out with the babies and putting the little tents back on their beds. Oh, So they don't have to make no damn hideouts all over the damn house. They could just <laughs> go in their bed and it's a hideout. Oh, you think... Look at that. The last two days they had yeah. a tent on and they made no hideouts. They don't need a hideout. They go into their Oh my goodness. Wow. We should have put that back on a long time ago. <laughs> Every day they construct a hideout. <laughs> That's not Squishy Land, Bobby. That's a hideout. Okay, because you know Squishy Land was banned. Toy. What did they made an obstacle course the other day mm-hmm. and then they had the toys in different places like they, like they were the audience? Yes. Yes, yes, the, the cheerers. Yes, the cheerers. The cheerers. So there's LOL girls next to Benton, Aliens, yeah, yeah. and Peppa Pig. Yeah, and yeah. they're all just on the sidelines, imaginarily cheering. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. Yeah. It was cute. So that was your, you had a good three-day weekend, that's your thing? It was a nice three-day weekend. Sweet. Yeah. You? How how you been since the last recording? I've been pretty good. I don't really think I have any complaints, which is great. <laughs> No, you still, don't have any complaints? We're just checking in right now. Okay. 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 I don't have any complaints. Yeah. So we're getting through cleaning and um, not just cleaning, but also decorating. So that's been, or just adding Feng a little shuiing. bit. Adding a little bit more finishing touches on some things. Like, unfortunately, we can't change the cabinets and stuff. Like Yeah. Yeah. Anybody was studying that. The check-in for the check-in, I'm doing pretty good. Nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm doing well as well. Let's talk about them damn kids, yo. They're amazing. Let's talk about them damn kids. Them damn kids. Let's talk about them damn Ooh. kids. Every time we get into this, we'd be just laughing. They'd probably be wondering, why are they laughing so much? They ain't even said nothing. We'd just be laughing <laughs> and giggling the in the background. Because the kids are crazy. <laughs> okay, so... I'm in the kitchen. I don't know if it was Saturday or Sunday or Monday. It was all the same day this weekend. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm in the kitchen. It's like whatever, the fourth or fifth time they done come in to interrupt me talking about when is lunch going to be ready. And I'm I'm literally in the midst of making lunch. They can smell it. It smells good. When's it going to be ready? <laughs> I gave him a little like juice and I was like, yo, bounce. Get on my face, yo. And so now it turns around. And starts hopping like a kangaroo out the, out the, out out the, the kitchen, kitchen all the way to the bedroom. And Kyrie's like, he didn't mean literally. <laughs> and then he starts hopping around, bouncing behind her. He didn't mean literally. <laughs> and the fa- I didn't even notice that she was doing it. 
Because I'm too busy like get the hell out the kitchen. Or the fact that the new six-year-old, he just turned six this weekend. He just turned six, yes, the boy <laughs> is six the now. the fact that the new, newly minted six-year-old knows what literally means. <laughs> right, yeah. He didn't mean literally. <laughs> what you got? So, we were, we were heading out to yeah. go shopping. And I don't know how we ended up talking like this, but Tatum goes, I know what a murderer is. I said, murderer. I said, a murderer. Why would you call a murderer? What's a murderer? She said, a murderer is a person on the show that you can't see that's talking. <laughs> and the guy is like, that's not what a murderer is. And I was like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. He said, what are you talking about? I said, you know, on all those murder porn shows, they have the faces pixelated out so you can't see who's talking, but they're talking. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what Tatum thinks a murderer is a person that you can't see that's talking on the show yeah <laughs> censored person <laughs> the mind of a child the mind of a child it's amazing amazing yeah. I was like yo who thinks of that it's time for Ask a Die where we read and answer a question from you our listener family send your questions to it's the black spark at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at the black spark podcast So this week's Ask a Die is, what role does jealousy play in your relationship? You know, a lot of people be jealous in relationships. So what role does jealousy play in your relationship? Jealousy doesn't have a lot of space in this relationship. I think we're both, not I think, we're both pretty secure in ourselves and in our commitment to one another. Why are you pressing your lip up like that? Something going on. <laughs> what's, ha- what's happening over there? That's an infrequent lip purse. Nothing's happening. Okay. It's very slight. Nobody told you to be looking over here. Just answer the Well, your lips is shiny. <laughs> Trying to look somewhere else and it's like, oh, shiny. No. Jealousy has no role to play in our lives. We're not we're not even around other people who we who who are trying to get with us. <laughs> so so we just a whole couple. We just we you go, I go, we go together, like and we be around other couples. We said we'd be a we said we're an old couple? <laughs> a whole couple. We're just a whole couple. A whole couple. I said old. Old couple. Oh. <laughs> a damn shame now. But Wait, how what role has it played? Like we weren't always 38 and 42. We weren't always. We've never been jealous. The jealous type. I mean, I feel like... Okay, well, it's an ask a die, so I'm not going to... Well, it's your turn, because jealousy don't have a role <laughs> in our relationship. I said the same thing. I said, who has the energy for that? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> We're so focused on, like, that's not important. That's not... That's an un... Um, it's a... It's a it's a vampire emotion. Like, it just drains you. Ain't nobody got yeah. time for that. Who has the energy for that? I don't have time to worry about what he's doing and who he's with. But then then again, he's never given me a reason to feel that way. Yeah. So, if I call or text him, he's never... We never play games. We don't play games. Yeah, that yeah, That was yeah, one yeah, of yeah. the major things I feel like that helped us to get together and stay together was and, that we yeah. don't play games with each other so it's not like i'm just i'm not gonna deliberately ignore his text or his call or if he's not answering it's usually because he's in a meeting or he's doing something 
or he left his phone somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> went to the too. bathroom or some shit. But oh, it's never man. it's never been anything in any kind of patterned or systemic way where I felt insecure in the relationship mm. and was wondering like where he is or who he's with. Mm. So that's that's number one. We never had that we never had that kind of lack of communication or like fake, you know, playing yeah. games kind of communication. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's number one. Number two, I was at the hairdresser back when that was a thing. And I was <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a lady, an older woman who comes in every Saturday, every Saturday. I'll go in every like other Saturday, every third Saturday. She go, she go there every Saturday to get her press and curl. So anyway, she was in there and we were talking and she was talking about some heifer. Because you know that's what old black women say. Some heifer stole somebody <laughs> else's man. <laughs> yeah. Some heifer stole somebody else's man or was, um, sorry, she didn't, steal, she didn't steal a man. She was dating the married man and she only liked to date married men because mm-hmm. she didn't actually want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. She just wanted the married man, you know, when she wanted him. And then he broke up with his wife and was coming to her and she didn't want him because... If you could take him, then he could get took. That's all you learn is that mm-hmm. if if, he, if someone can take him, he ain't yours. Mm-hmm. He just a could get took dude. Yes. A dude that could get took. He's a could get took dude. <laughs> That's what he is. So people ask me, oh, you know, Joe's like I was talking about, oh, we've been on dates where we go to strip clubs and he gets lab dances and all that kind and of stuff. And she gave me the money and, for it. And I'm yeah. fine with it because if he, that's what That's you what you be do. with. Like that's what you and nothing nothing against strippers like but if that's what you want like you know why why am I even here like it's fine just let me know and I can do what I'm gonna do yeah I mean and there it is right there that's the thing like so I think we I think we have always both wanted what is going to make the other person happy so while we are not the possessive love type of human beings. We're also the, I guess the altruistic love is like, yo, what works for you? I mean, who doesn't want a big booty shaking in their face? I mean, this is true too. <laughs> this is true too. But why? <laughs> I was trying to trying to convey a positive message, and then she comes with the booty. I'll say, only time I got, Which is also only time a positive I, message. <laughs> only time I get upset with a die is a die, you know. You know, give an inch, take a mile. A die will be getting a lap dance and it'll be fine and everything will be fine. Next thing you know, a die is off at the bar and he at the bar for the next 30 minutes. What happened at the bar? Oh, I went to get a drink. Lies. (laughs) That's how you that accosted me. What happened? Oh, well, you know. Was it you that came or was it who came to get me? I don't know, but he had to be saved. First of all, (laughs) the bar took a while. And then I was standing there trying to, first of all, we drinking. And there's stuff in the air, right? Yeah, so it was, I'm, a, it was lot a lot in the, in the air. air. So much. Oh, my God. So, one of them on me. And then she says something to me, and I'm talking to her. And then the other, she waves to the other one. The other one comes over, and they're on both of my sides. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, this <laughs> is great. And they're rubbing on me, and I'm like, oh, that's what we're doing? And they put my hands on them. I'm like, oh, that's what we're doing? All right, well, I ain't got but five dollars left, but go ahead. What are we doing right here? This is great. So after that starts to happen, I mean, time you is need, just time is relative. You need to be saved. <laughs> Yo, that was so much to fun. Go and rescue him and be like, what happened? Like, 
what y'all want to who now? What now? <laughs> who am I? Yes, who Where am, I? am I? What is higher <laughs> learning? <laughs> so no, we don't really do the jealousy thing. It's a and waste of energy. It is. And if somebody's gonna leave, they're gonna leave. If somebody's gonna cheat, they're gonna cheat. It's like it's a waste of energy. Yeah, well I mean I also I mean, it's also that we're like we're very much more about the communication, like whatever is dissatisfying you get to it right whatever doesn't yeah. work get to it we also decided from the very beginning of the relationship what we would allow to break us up we did can you refresh me that? it wasn't gonna be money okay it wasn't gonna be sex <laughs> i need to remember these things remember because we, before time. we got married we was on some <laughs> what did we looked it up what were the main causes of divorce oh so the main cause of divorce is one of the the primary cause of divorce is marriage <laughs> yes <laughs> then there's money money uh sex i think was next and family family like in-laws and mm-hmm. other people being in business and so we were like okay well let's just not have any of those be the things that break us up <laughs> if we break up It'll we commit to not being those things oh my god it's only been the month <laughs> joking <laughs> joking don't take that seriously Who y'all that? single people Single, single men. Oh, so nasty. Yeah, you can't even be in that space when it's like that. That's so nasty. <laughs> well, yes, jealousy, no. There's no space for it's it. It's not a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for asking a die. Welcome to the Black Spark Speak. Oh, shit. knowledge. Life hacks and shit. You speaking again. I'm talking again. I'm talking again. So this week is not about roses and meditation and all the enlightenment stuff is more about the truth of the world in which we live and how I see things as a, a black man in this society. And so um, I was on the phone in a meeting this morning with some colleagues about the most recent situation going on with the Minneapolis police officers. Long story short, it reminded me of this podcast that my cousin put me on to over the weekend a gentleman by the name of Frank Wilderson and his book called Afro-Pessimism and the Modern Slavery. And essentially he talks about, so he, he, he basically brought it down, broke it down to why in the world does all this stuff keep happening? Why in the world do black folks um, across the planet, why are we constantly persecuted? And he, his, his conclusion is that anti-black violence is necessary to the psychic well-being and the health of the rest of the world in terms of the structure of the way our societies are, are, are developed. The function of anti-black violence is to put everyone else into their proper roles. And so by othering black folks and by the consistent perpetration of violence against black-skinned people, brown-skinned, but black folks, everyone else knows, oh, that's their role. That's not me. I do A. I do B. I do C. And that particular type of violence that is regularly revisited upon us, um, that's their role. And so as we see this coronavirus quarantine situation unfolding in different demographics with varying degrees of policing and Karens calling people and shit going down in very real ways, it doesn't relieve the pain it doesn't resolve the inherent white supremacy in our society but it does place 
a clearer, a clarifying lens on what's going on. People are like, oh my God, why does it keep happening to us? When are we going to rise up? When are we going to do this? When are we going to... Oh, I can't believe we need to protest. We need to we need to um, write letters. We need to call this congressman. No, none of that is like the system is not broken. The society is not broken when it visited when it visits this type of violence upon us. It is an inherent part of the society and the structure in which we live. If you don't believe me, just look up the history of how police were developed post slavery. That is part one. I also want to say, I was talking to colleagues about it this morning after watching that video, but my colleague was like, yo, that's part of why I don't have children right now, because I, we tell, we teach our children about fairness, you know, you know, boys shouldn't hit girls, and you know, when you go to kindergarten, you should be sharing things, and everyone is equal, and so we teach them about fairness, uh, but then the world itself doesn't visit fairness upon them equally, it doesn't visit treatment upon them equally. And so I, I got this whole thing about fairness versus fearness because there is required for healthy parenting of a black child to teach them to understand that there is danger in the world, specifically because of the way that they look and the way people will respond to them as a result of the way that they look. And so I came to, in, in, I mean, I've been living this life and examining these things since I was young thanks to my father and so it came to the, the to the the philosophy that my mom put me on two years ago that cats and dogs don't live by the same rules right and so you're teaching your cat to behave certain ways but then when they're in the presence of a dog dogs don't give a damn what rules you taught them they come in a bite they want blood and so you need to teach them to understand how dogs act because a dog is a dog is a dog. They're going to be a dog no matter how well you raise your cats. The same thing goes for gender. The same thing goes for age. Like We all have these varying degrees of power and agency and victimhood within our societal structures. And they are, for, uh, for the most part, at least in the United States, and one can argue the rest of the world, um, built upon this empire of white supremacy. And so inherently... We have to talk about the roles that each of us play. Now, you can break out of those roles, but the rest of society will still see you and those who look and or act like you or they categorize as your group. They're still going to, in their minds, put you in that category and ascribe those functions to you as a means of understanding what their function and role should be in interacting with you. And so the system ain't broke, and social media has just made more obvious and more ubiquitous the way trauma travels across the globe now. And so this inherent structure is part of why I meditate, part of why I practice martial arts, part of why I raise my children the way I do. Because, yes, while we are all the Godhead in this physical being, I did choose to manifest into this physical being, and this physical being comes with certain characteristics that others will interpret a certain way and i need to be able to know how to navigate it if i'm going to enjoy this life in any have any semblance of happiness yeah that's what i got to say i'll just add uh oh come on with it baby. I'm, I'm just gonna add one thing mm, please do <laughs> uh white straight white male supremacy straight white male supremacy hmm. it's not just white supremacy because there's there is hierarchies within that structure. Mm -hmm. And those are evident in a multitude of interactions. For instance, 
when that woman in the park called the police hmm. on the guy with the dog situation, it wasn't just that she was using her white privilege. It's that she's using, she's saying that, yes, you black man might be bigger than me and may be able to subdue me, but I can call some white dudes out here who are going to be able to handle you. It's not just, and I have that power as a white woman Mm -hmm. to, she's not to enlist. Mm -hmm. You know what? (laughs) Pete Dame, though, even if they're not white dudes, even if they look like you and they get here, they still have the badge and they still have a specific role and they will still interact with you according to the functionality ascribed to those that they interpret like you. I understand that, but the, the chances of you, the chances of that black man being heard by a non white cop. In that situation is higher mm-hmm. than yes, chances yes. of him being having been heard by a white male cop in that situation. And, and the chances because, that the officer who's responding looks yeah, the same way. Yeah. And the chances that the officer is going to be white mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. high. Much higher. So yeah. even in New York City. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, of course. So her, she's rolling the dice and like get some white boys out here. Mm-hmm. And even if it's a mixed race partnership of the police like if he comes mm-hmm. with a black cop and a white cop mm-hmm. she's she's banking on the fact that that white cop is going to pull rank mm-hmm. so I would go as far as to even to add that racism is, is a tool is being used as a tool of capitalism for sure thus the thousand year exploitation of the African continent with all of its wealth and riches. But not just the African continent. No, many other parts of the world. India, mm-hmm. other parts of Asia. Caste system has been used. The race Americas. has been used. Um, every excuse in the book has been used to exploit people for their resources. It's like, let's just take that shit. Let's just take it. And that's just been, that's that's the, just been away. the pattern. Yeah. That's that is who they have been on this earth mm-hmm. from the beginning of interacting with other mm-hmm. humans. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate. And this is where we are. And this is where we are. And to deny that is part of what creates the continual um misunderstanding of where we are. I feel like we're moving into the new yeah. know, but Yeah, no, we good. <laughs> <laughs> good. I mean, like I said, we could talk about this in other episodes because no, we've been fun no. and loving and all that jazz. No, and other, because I was going to talk about some of this too. Well, it's important to weave this in though because yeah. I don't want people thinking we just this crazy, <laughs> funny fools, which we are. But we do that because of partly because of the pain. The pain, like it's it's therapeutic. It's mm-hmm. useful. It's it has its function mm-hmm. in our lives. Um, and we had these kind of conversations. Y'all need to know. Y'all, what y'all need to know <laughs> is that we had these kind of conversations all the time because we're always being confronted with all these issues. We got three babies. We got um, livelihoods to make. We got family subjected to various things. And so, yeah, this is just is what it is. And we want y'all to know there's, there's more to us than just the funny games. So that's what I want to say this time around. But still do your meditation. Like, because otherwise you go crazy with all this shit happening. Lose your mind. All right. Peace. It's Nia's Need to Know. It's It's Nia's Need to Know. It's Nia's Need to Know. Yes, my turn. Yeah, girl. Tell them what they need to know.
I'm just going to piggyback really quick on the what we were just talking about. Mm. In terms of the, the white woman and the dog in the park situation, there are so many little nuances to that story and to the reactions to that story that I feel like need to be addressed. Number one is the perpetual concern and empathy that white people tend to have about the animal more so than they do oh about the actual person oh so there goodness. were so many people in the comment section on twitter talking about she needs to be you know she needs to be held accountable for how she's handling the dog she's just choking that dog you see how she dragged that dog all of those things are in their comments and it's like no she just technically threatened someone's life and y'all are concerned about her choking the dog. Yes, I understand she choked the dog. I didn't watch the video. I'm done watching these videos. That's another thing I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what I put on our Instagram page. I'm done watching these videos. There, there has been a murdered black male and a, and a trial regarding that entire situation during each one of my pregnancies. Each one of my pregnancies, there was some major case about a black man being shot by either vigilante white folks or the police. Mm. I'm done. Mm. We, as a, as a human race, we, we were not created. I do not believe we were created to be able to handle this amount of trauma on a daily basis. I'm already in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to be able to know how unsafe my brothers and sisters are, wherever they may be. I don't need to know that on a daily basis. I don't need to see that on a daily basis. Like when had when did it become okay to to actually watch a real human being murdered, not a movie, Mm-mm. not a video game, but like an actual an life actual being taken? Person. Yeah. When did that become okay? I'm not doing it. So that, you know, that's a tangent, but I'm, I'm done with that. <laughs> I, I'll just add, there's, there's, there's been murdered black women as well. Yes. Less, less. For sure. Yeah. Um, but another nuance to that white lady in the park situation is that there was an article, I believe, a couple of years ago, a scholarly article, and forgive me for not getting all the information citations we your citations yeah, at you because i've been trying not to pay attention to this but i want to i want to be able to talk about it a little bit the idea of protecting white space oh yeah white people act like there are no such things as white spaces and that they are open and and interested in diversity and welcoming and all this kind of stuff but they are very quick to quote unquote put you in your place in a white space so in this situation this is central park Mm. Yes, there are black people that go to Central Park, but honestly, it's not hike running and hiking around a park has not really been traditionally our thing. I'm not saying that we don't do it. I'm just saying that there are a lot more white people running around Central Park because those are the richer areas of Manhattan and they live close mm. to that park. Tri- and um, so, yes, yes, historically. And so if the housing around that park costs you know, $3 million for a one-bedroom condo. You would not normally see us there. You would not normally see many black people Mm -hmm. in the park as much. Mm -hmm. So 
she was in the wrong because she was in an area of there are other areas of the park where dogs can be off leash she was in a specific area of the park where the dogs could not be off leash because it was for bird watching mm -hmm. and all he did from what i gather because again i didn't watch the video <laughs> is all he did was say could you please put a leash on your dog or something he checked her yeah and she was not having that she was not about to have a black man check her in her white space in her privilege and she was going to she was going to whiten up the space mm. by bringing the cops in mm. just think for yourselves if you're a person of color when have you been in a space that's not that's traditionally not a black space or even just at this at that particular moment being occupied by mostly white people and have been made to feel that is not necessarily your space. Like the tokenism. You no know, ownership. Yeah. 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 Like, oh yeah, but this one is cool. Mm -hmm. That's why, that's why I refuse to send my children to private school. That's why I refuse to do these things. I'm not going to have them around a bunch of people who will continually be reminding them yes. that it's a privilege for you to mm -hmm. be here. Like it's, it's, you're the lucky one out of your whole fucked up ass group yeah. to be able to be around us in our white space. Yes. I'm not going to allow my children to be able no. to, to feel that, that insidious tacit. N mm -mm, mm -hmm. Nope. It's just yeah. in the air you breathe. It's yeah. toxic to you. Yeah. Mm -mm. Another thing that I'm going to say, I feel like this is the last thing that I'm going to say, is that this is New York City, so the chances of her being some sort of redneck, conservative, Trump-supporting, you know, evangelical lunatic is extremely low. She's probably a very progressive, <laughs> liberal, Bernie supporter. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't matter. When white people are faced with actual equality between races, like actual equality i am on the exact same playing field as you as a group i'm not gonna single out any particular persons because i don't need the not all white people clearly not all white people not all anybody not all anybody ever yeah. but as a group the reaction is oh no we didn't really mean all that no 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 <laughs> no, no. We ain't really mean all that. For instance, that's what that's the whole thing about gentrification. Well, it's like we're gonna move into this neighborhood because there's so much life and culture and it's a melting pot and blah blah blah. And then as soon as you get into the neighborhood, you don't send your child to the school in the neighborhood because that's beneath you. Or you, you create call your the cops because Spike Lee's pops is playing this trumpet he's been playing for the last twenty five, thirty five exactly, years. Exactly. But it's too loud for it's you. It's too loud for you. So you don't want that. You don't want them to have the, the I think it was a Michael Jackson day or somebody right, somebody's yeah. day in, in Prospect Park because it's gonna be too loud. Meanwhile it's they've been bring having the wrong this people. Meanwhile they've been having this forever. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't wanna send your kids to the local school, so you create an actual charter school and then block yes. us out. And, and 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 creep your way into the local school and reallocate rooms in that local no, school. No, because what happens is the funding from the local school gets it's siphoned off. Siphoned mm -hmm. to the other new mm -hmm. charter, mm -hmm. and so that local school gets even worse and worse until it eventually completely closes mm -hmm. or whatever. And so, y'all don't actually want to be around us. Hmm. Y'all don't actually want the progressivism. And that's why people, that's why as much as it hurt my heart to see the Bernie Sanders and the Elizabeth Warrens go to the wayside, oh, yeah. 
the reason why black people in the South chose Joe Biden is because Sanders and Warren, well, Warren did a much better job, but she's a woman. So that's another issue, (laughs) which is why I said straight white male privilege. Mm -hmm. But Sanders never wanted to actually speak to and address racism head on. He always wanted to, he always wanted to talk about how, no, he always wanted to talk about how it's the economy. If we, yeah, if black people just had the same economic opportunities and if we get the the millionaires and the billionaires to pay their fair share, then everybody will rise up. Yeah, but if we all rise and I'm still much lower than everybody else, where did we go? Mm-hmm. Where did we go? And so black people in the South were like, okay, Joe Biden's been around. He's a racist, the kind of racist that we know is that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, you don't really mean to be racist kind of racist. It's like, you're not an insidious overt, you know, Sean Hannity, Donald Trump, Rush Limbaugh kind of racist. And we know that because you were able to stand behind Barack Obama and not cause no kind of shit. Just be his wingman, his backup man for the entire eight years. Not a scandal, not a peep, not a nothing. You were able to just be there on the sidelines, never trying to usurp the power mm-hmm. of the black man who is younger than you, who's less experienced than you, who many white people would have felt like and did feel like he don't deserve to be in that position for those for those reasons and for others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but because Biden was able to do that, black people in the South were like, you know what? I'd rather this. I don't need an untested Sanders who wants to ignore my issues and tell me that my issues are not race, but are actually economic. Mm-hmm. When I can have somebody like Joe Biden, who I'm sure has had these tough racial conversations because he's been with Obama this whole time. So the chances that that Karen in the park was a, a progressive are high. And that is the reason why so many black people are so, even younger black people are so hesitant to, to ally with white folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I mean, even even when we rock together on the same cause, it's still deep down. There's still a seed of mistrust, a healthy dose of, oh, shit's gonna pop off at some point. Your um, your interest in in um, dominating over me will show its head. Mm-hmm. Your interest in us not being equal in the end game will show its head. And I'm not interested in building a relationship that is so loving and caring to have that thing show up in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... And we know that historically you have not been fighters for us. Even well-meaning white folks where it's like, you know, you can you can march and you can join the cause and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to actually having those hard conversations with your friends and family members, when it actually comes to trying to get to the root cause and changing the minds of the people directly in your white circle, you ain't trying to do that. Hmm. You ain't trying to do that. For instance, all of those, like where are the white allies? Where are they? What are they doing? What are they saying? What are they talking about? 
nothing. When it comes to this kind of stuff, you don't hear even even the non allies. Where's the All Lives Matter crowd? Oh yeah, yeah. We talked about them before. Yeah. They, where are they? All right lives now? matter at certain times. When certain lives are the ones that they want right. to talk about. Where just, where are they? Yeah. A man Crickets. was just a man was just killed on the street with a with a knee in his neck. With a knee in his neck. Does By that the... does that life not matter? We still Clearly. concerned about the dog getting choked and not the man that died from suffocation? We... Yeah. But um, last week or so on Twitter, there was a conversation about a white woman yelling at yelling at black folks for something else. <laughs> There's been a lot of Karen activity in mm-hmm. the world recently. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a white woman yelling at a black person for something. And, you know, black people were sounding off in the comments like, you know, this is how they are, blah, 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 blah. And the white people in the comments like, well, you know, clearly she has some kind of mental illness and blah, blah, blah. And this was the first time that I had actually seen a white woman in the comments say, let's listen to the black people and what their actual lived experiences are. Hmm. They're telling us that this is the way they experience white women and white people in general all the time. Simple. Simple. So let's let's take a moment to think to ourselves and to maybe consider the fact that this woman is not mentally ill. This woman does not have any kind of random issue that would allow us to push what she did to the side as some kind of isolated incident aberration mm. or something like that. This is how they experience white people. These this is how white people act towards them when other white people are not around. Or, you know, what, where we're... Because clearly, we don't see it. She's saying, like, we white people don't see Right, because they don't act that way around you. Right. Yeah. So, she's saying, let's let's listen to the people of color on this thread saying, no, this is how they treat us. And, you know, again, other white people are like, oh, no, but, you know, she maybe she had a hard, a hard day and blah, blah, blah. And the white woman again came back and was like, stop trying to make excuses for her. Mm-hmm. This is how black yeah. people experience us all the time. Uh, I mean, a uh, quick tangent, but that's the same thing that we talk to our child children about. Like, I'm talking to you about this thing. Mm-hmm. I want you to focus on this thing. But I'm thinking about that. But what about this? But mm-hmm. what about... No. no. Yes, all that ha- may have its varying degrees of relevance. Mm-hmm. But what I want you to focus on is this right here mm-hmm. and in as much as you keep trying to distract me with the other things that tells me you don't care mm-hmm. about the core issue that i'm bringing your attention to mm-hmm. you want to have a smoke screen and that's mm-hmm. that magic right there mm-hmm. look over here instead of the 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 consistent violence visited among uh, um, mm-hmm. against the black folks mm-hmm. so some of the other stuff that you need to know mm-hmm. is that <laughs> jagged edge got Oh, got spanked on the verses. I don't even know why they came out the box. Y'all should have stayed wherever y'all was at. Okay, <laughs> y'all knew one twelve had all the hits. So why would you even come to this fight? Okay, I didn't even, it didn't even make sense to me. It didn't make sense to me. Was it a fight? It wasn't a fight. Nice. I didn't even have to listen to it, which I did not. I already knew one twelve was gonna win. So I'm just looking at people posting, and I'm like, oh yeah, one twelve. Okay, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's jagged edge? Meet me at the altar. So what? That's what y'all got? Yeah, that's literally what's in my head right yeah. now. Oh my, let's get married. Yeah. 
Beanie Man and Bounty Killer was a whole fun time. That was amazing. Um, It's definitely awesome having been a A 80s baby, 90s teen in New York City where it's a melting pot of black culture. It's Southern blacks. It's it's Caribbean Caribbean blacks. blacks. It's African blacks. South South American blacks. Yeah, very few Middle Middle Eastern. I mean, not Middle Eastern. (laughs) Midwestern blacks. Midwestern blacks. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's a different culture. (laughs) Very few LA and, you know, Mm -hmm. West Coast blacks. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely a Caribbean, Latino, and Southern American black situation that's there. Mm -hmm. Um, And we don't, we don't even really make a distinction between black and Latino, whether they're black Latinos or not black Latinos. They mm-hmm. all, we all the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's blacks and Latinos. It's like a one word. Black and Latino. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean that's I didn't know I didn't learn the differentiation until I left the city. No, no. Instead of being around other folks who were like, yeah. but I thought this was that like, well I'm black and Latino, we so also, I ain't got that for you. We also embrace all of the Indian Caribbean people. Like, yes, it's yes. All, that's all yes, black culture. Yes, yes, <laughs> So yes. we embrace the Indian um, trinis. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they will tell you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's us. That's us. That's us. Yes. We got the Indian black people. <laughs> yes. Indian trinis. And where else the Indian Caribbean people come from? Guyana. Guyana. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Guyana. Trinidad, the Guyanese. Uh-huh. All of us. All That's America, yeah. all us. Puerto Rican is us. Dominican mm-hmm. is us. Colombian is Belizean, us. That Belizean, that whole Caribbean is us. situation. All, that's why they say Caribbean massive. That's all of Afro Latino. Yes. Yes. Cubans. So, everybody. Everybody. That's us. We don't make no distinction between it's black and Latino. <laughs> you know how many dark, dark, dark skin like Nicaraguans and Hondurans, Honduranians? Yeah. No, but even the light skin ones. We don't make a y'all with no. us. Yeah, yeah. And they would tell you. <laughs> and yeah. Where yeah. else you gonna go? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the Beanie Man and Bounty Killer situation was amazing. They got the cops pulled. The cops tried to come I and shut the place believe. down. Which, what good party doesn't end with the cops coming in? <laughs> so that was amazing. We got some amazing Big Belly Man dances. Oh my goodness, with the Maclem. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, those so, gifts are crazy. So that was fun. Anyway, so Azalea Banks decided to out Dave Chappelle as a dude that she's fucked. What? Yeah, just what? out of the clear blue sky. Talking about, I don't fucked a lot of fucking powerful ass fucking men. And you know what I'm saying? I could ruin a lot of relationships. And just. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so all of us are waiting for Dave Chappelle's next show. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> to see what he have to say about her. Because, yo, she be, she be hot and cold. So she go away for a whole long time and don't nobody hear about her. Come back snapping. Her. And she just come back just a popping off at the mouth. Pop, pop, pop. So, anyway, so she done talked about how she fucked Dave Chappelle. And we gonna see how that's gonna play out we gonna her, see. in her life. That's a problem. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, you know, on a lighter note, what y'all need to know. So, for the send-off, I just want to say... Drink your water. I heard a dial on the phone talking about don't take your don't take your phone to the bathroom. Just go take a shit. Just take a shit. <laughs> Stop trying to be on the phone. Stop the trying to do everything else. And just you know get centered and take a shit. But I'm gonna say similarly. Just drink your water. When you drink water, 
which you know I still need to do. But when you drink water, you don't have time to be paying attention to all the stupid stuff that's going on in the world because you're too busy peeing all the time. Just <laughs> running back and forth to the I ain't got time for that. Yeah, I mean I've seen this so many times on Instagram or whatever. Just drink your water, breathe some air, and you won't have any time. You'll be so busy actually thinking about your breath and drinking water and peeing that you won't even have time to think about it. For the mess. You'd be so centered and hydrated. Yes. All you want to do is bring life into the world. (laughs) You, wow, that's funny. And this is what we need because I do not have the physical, emotional, spiritual capacity right at this moment to handle all what's going on right now. Mm. Only thing I can do right now is center myself in my body. Which is the most powerful thing to do. You know, I have struggled with anxiety for the past year. And I feel like I'm just starting to get a handle on it. Because mm. when those feelings of whatever, just sometimes it's overwhelm. Sometimes it's hunger. Sometimes it's tired. Sometimes it's whatever. But Sometimes it's too much matcha. Sometimes it's too much damn green tea. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Yes. But when those feelings come, if I just stop, mm-hmm. drink some water, and, and take some breaths, mm. just, mm. you know, magic. It, it is, it's magic because I, I just, you know, I count in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four. Listen, I, I can't what was I saying about? Exactly. Cannot, you do that for a minute, your blood pressure goes down, your heart rate goes down. Take a drink a half a half a um half a quarter water. <laughs> quarter water. Oh, oh I quarter, miss quarter water. water. Wow. I could taste it right now, <laughs> the red too, one. The red one. Oh man. <laughs> Y'all don't know a quarter water is a New York city bodega stable mm-hmm. it's just a mm-hmm. little small plastic container of it's like what it's eight ounces flavored kool-aid kind of thing yeah even watered down kool-aid it wasn't even watered sweet down. it wasn't even that sweet it was <laughs> and just it cost colored, a colored sh- colored sugared water and it costs a course a quarter course a quarter and you can't say quarter because that's not no, a fucking thing no, and no. and also water no, is water, not a fucking not thing a, it's a quarter water quarter water <laughs> It costs a and quarter. Italian icing. Italian icing. Okay, we need to go back to New York. Anyway, mm. um, yeah, drink a quart of water. <laughs> yes, drink a quart, not a quart of water. <laughs> drink a quart of water and breathe. And I, I, you know, it makes space inside. Yes, it pushes all the other shit out the way. Yeah, like Kevin on stage said, he was like, God will never give you more than you can handle. Yeah. And that, you know, he said, I feel like God, God, you think too much of us. Yeah, you got too much <laughs> but faith But the truth in is, we don't think enough of God. Yes. Because there are certain things that we are not supposed to handle. So you'd be like, you know what? You got it. You got it. I ain't got the time. That's all you, player. You, when you do that, you say, you know what? That's on you, player. That's on I'm going to drink player. some water. I'm going to Sit down and water. take a breath. And in 10 minutes, I'm going to have to pee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dropping gems on them. <laughs> Take that breath with you, yo. It's essential. And make sure your bathroom is a place you like to be. I know. Because <laughs> you're going to be Mine, in there. You're going to be in there. Mining yours. Mining yours. <laughs> ah, spark it up, yo. Spark it up. Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening.